It is 10 after 7 on Taking Care of Business on Rise FM. You are with Zingisa Chihiro and Wandile Mazibuga. Now, as I mentioned earlier, Wandile and I did go to the provincial legislature in Pumalanga to listen to the MEC of Finance, Economic Development and Tourism, uh, Vusim Kajwa, deliver the provincial budget for the 2022 year, or should I say the upcoming financial year. And tonight on the line, we are joined by the MEC himself just to highlight a few key pointers from his uh, delivery this afternoon. Noon. Welcome, MEC, to Rise FM. Thank you, thank you, uh, ma'am, and uh, thank you to the business of Rise FM as well. Yeah. Now, MEC, you know, uh, I think my first question would be around youth unemployment. I mean, it still remains a huge concern um, for the province and the country. And today you revealed that 8 million um, for the youth fund uh, from the office of the premier um, has been uh, rescheduled to the upcoming financial year. Why um, do we have to utilize these particular funds? Um, why have to utilize these funds as youth unemployment is obviously a huge white elephant, especially in the country and also something that was referred to in the state of the province addressed by the Premier? Yes, uh, thank you. Thank you very much uh, for that question. Look, uh, uh, we must view this fund as part of our continuous uh, initiative uh, to create jobs. But not only just to create jobs, to also support our uh, SMMEs. Uh, and youth-owned SMMEs in this, in this, in this case. So this fund has been there, was launched by the Premier, uh, and it has been uh, really assisting and intervening in making sure that our SMEs, they get the necessary support they require uh, for business startups and other things, uh, so that they are able themselves to be then the job creators. Mm-hmm. So what we are saying today is that we are going to be continuing with this program going into the new financial year, which is starting from the 1st of April, because we will have seen the impact that it has. And, and many young people who are benefiting from the program, who get to appreciate the work that they, or the assistance rather that they are able to get through this program. So it is in that case that we, we continue. Remember, it is not the only uh, job creation uh, initiative that we have. We also have the Presidential Youth Employment Initiative. And there's the money that was given to the Department of the Department of Education uh, to also create jobs. There's money that is given to the Department of Health to create jobs. Uh, so there, there are a number of them. And we are continuing as well to expand on our EPWP program yeah. uh, so that we are able to build the quotient as, as a relief uh, a, a mechanism. Mm-hmm. Now, MEC, just obviously piggybacking on what Wandil has just asked on the youth fund. Um, I stand to be corrected here, but it was to be executed by the office of the premier through the Mpumalanga Economic Growth Agency. And not much has really been said on the entity in today's speech. Is the unit still responsible for spearheading this project like other uh, projects that fall under economic recovery plans? Um, yes, yes, of course. Um you might not have picked up the mention, in particular in the budget, because all uh, state-owned entities, your MEGA, MTPA, your MER, uh, their budget is located within the budget of economic development. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they don't have their own vote. Um, so they, they are using the vote of economic development. Mm-hmm. And yes, of course, the, the entity which is MEGA, 
will continue to to implement on behalf of the office of the premier on this program. Uh, the young people, young SMEs who are benefiting, they are getting that through mega. Uh, it's mega that facilitates the interventions and everything else. While the office of the premier just plays the the role of making sure that uh, these funds are benefiting young people across the province. They mm. do the oversight work. They also um, go and evaluate uh, these businesses who, who should have applied, would have applied in that in that fund. So there is that working relationship between the working the office of the trainer and mega mm. to continue uh, with the implementation of the youth fund. Yeah, MEC. I mean, you indicated in your speech that obviously infrastructure delivery is one of the critical pathways, especially for economic recovery. Um, and and a large portion of the infrastructure budget obviously has been allocated to maintenance. What has influenced this decision? And are there any priority areas that have been identified? Uh, of course, of course. Uh, look where where we are. Um, this is part of the issues that we have identified uh, as part of the Mpumalanga Economic Reconstruction and Recovery Plan. Mm. And this is where we say we need to, and, and, and infrastructure was identified as one of the key components that can be able to assist in recovering the economy, but also the, it has a huge potential in terms of job creation. Uh, so those, that is why you will hear us. Um, uh, speaking a lot on infrastructure, but we have also said our focus is also shifting towards maintenance because mm. we've got a lot of infrastructure uh, which currently, as things stand, it has been uh, dilapidated and is not in good condition. So here we are speaking about schools um, which are not in good condition mm. um, and, and affect, as a result, the process of teaching and learning. When we are saying as government, we are going to prioritize the issue of maintenance while we are continuing to build new infrastructure. So here we just want to close the old infrastructure, maintain and build new infrastructure so that it creates the much needed jobs. Mm-hmm. But also it's going to sit well with our efforts because we have said with the Bumalang Economic Recovery Construction Plan, we must ensure that there's a central role that is played by SMMEs. Mm. Um, so we are in that space of infrastructure. We are going to be able to introduce a lot of, of our SMMEs to then find and play a meaningful role uh, in, in, in the, in the uh, um, recovery of our economy as a province. Mm. And, and also what I can mention on the infrastructure here, we are also talking about the road infrastructure, yeah. which I think uh, um, the people of the province, they don't need to be told. Um, it's just so bad. And we've put in a lot of money, over 600 million, that we've put it towards the road infrastructure alone mm. to address the potholes, the conditions, and build new roads where, where necessary. And we are not going to do this work alone. We are going to be working very close with our municipalities because there are also municipal roads uh, and, and municipalities also when they budget, they do budget. Uh, so all what we are saying here through the district development model, which uh, has been introduced by government, uh, we are going to be able to come together, all of us, put those resources under one basket 
and be able to have a meaningful impact in terms of making sure that uh, we deal with the conditions of our roads in the province. Mm. It is Taking Care of Business on Rise FM as we chat to the MEC of Finance, Economic Development and Tourism, Mr. Vusim Kajwa, on his provincial budget speech, which he delivered in the Mpumalanga legislature earlier this afternoon. MEC, uh, you've also then indicated that in the upcoming financial year, $596 million, uh, has been allocated for the completion of the fresh produce market. Uh, early last year, you'd also projected that the market would be completed by this time this year. How far along is this project and can it still be completed by possibly month end? Uh, well, um, what I can say is that we, we have uh, experienced some delay, mm-hmm. uh, but we are we are towards completion. Uh, where we are now, we are engaged fully on the operationalization phase. We are now looking and trying to get operators uh, to come on board uh, so that they are able to make sure that uh, once we are done with the construction phase, uh, the building does not lie fallow, mm. but it is brought to, to functionality. So that's where we are now. So, uh, And that is a clear indication that the construction phase is towards its uh, completion as we speak. There are certain portions of the fresh produce market which already are ready to be used, mm. uh, to be put in, in, into use. Uh, where we are now, we are working very close with the Department of Agriculture and they are leading us in mobilizing all the stakeholders within the agricultural sector, making sure that the big and small farmers are able to come on board and utilize uh, that 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 uh, development uh, to their benefit, of course. And uh, yet, we are hoping to be able to open markets even to our small holding farmers uh, who, who do not know where to take their produce. Uh, so we are able to, we are hopeful that we are going to do that. And remember, the, the first produce market is not a, a standalone uh, uh, entity. Uh, we also have your agri-hub. Mm. Uh, already we, we've got an agri-hub in Mkusu and agri-hub in Mkondo. We are looking into building one agri-hub uh, somewhere in the Ngangala region. So that we are closer to our people, we are closer to our farmers as well. So we are we are we are now at that point where we are looking into operationalizing uh, the fresh produce market. Mm. Yeah. Now, I'm sure some catch and that's a special economic zone. Um, and I think there's been an, an amount that's also allocated to that particular project. Well, uh, the special economic zone, uh, we are still to break, to break ground. Mm-hmm. Uh, now where we are, because we were still busy with the establishment of the entity, mm-hmm. uh, to then get the, the the personnel that is going to be able to run, get the the board uh, to be in place, but also dealing uh, with the issues of the ownership uh, structure between the local municipality, the district, the province, and the TIC. Um, what I can say to the people of Mpumalanga is that already we have uh, there are commitments. Um, there are commitments in terms of investment uh, to come into that space. We are completing uh, uh, the procurement processes in terms of the fencing uh, of that property. That is the way we are going to be starting. So in this financial year, we will see there will be fencing there 
and um, there will be the start of the work uh, in this financial year in terms of your bulk infrastructure work that is going to be happening. But you are going to also see some development starting to happen because there are investors who are who can't wait. They want to come and take occupation in the special economic zone. Uh, and uh, we have uh, already facilitated the agreements internationally uh, already. Uh, markets that are, are willing to come on board as soon as uh, we, we will break ground there. So it's a very interesting development that is at our our doorstep, and they should, we should expect a lot of work to be happening. That is why we have started to put some budgets towards uh, the development of the SUZ. Mm. Mm. And for those of you who've just joined us, yes, it is Taking Care of Business on Rise FM and we are joined by the Honourable MEC of Finance, Economic Development and Tourism, Mr. Vusim Kajakobolake. And he's just giving us some key pointers on his provincial budget speech, which he delivered earlier today in the Mpumalanga legislature. Now, MEC, I mean, um, I, you know, and back to the budget again, uh, you've allocated 24.2 billion, um, to, to, to education, which obviously equates to about 43% of the total provincial budget. Um, and I just want to find out basically, I mean, education, obviously, as we all know, um, is, is, is extremely important, but I've also seen, um, that you guys are looking at moving ECD, which is early childhood development, um, to the Department of Education. Can you just take us through, um, some of the thinking, um, around allocating this particular amount and obviously moving ECD to the Department of Education? Well, uh, what I can say, the decision is, uh, was uh, taken some time back uh, uh, by national government that the ECD function should be moved uh, from DSD, uh, the Department of Social Development, to the Department of Education. Um, so we we are we, we were busy with the processes to make sure that that function moves to the department. So we are what we were saying today is that uh, we have finalised uh, those processes. Now, from the starting of the new financial year, uh, that function will uh, fully uh, be under the Department of Education, and we have given them money. And remember, it comes with its own budget mm. uh, as well, but uh, we have added money there so that they are able to continue and run with this function. And, uh, of course, uh, I can confirm that um, the Department of Education, it is uh, the biggest winner. In, in the budget, in, mm. in, in our budget. And mm. the importance of education cannot even be overemphasized. Yep. I think all of us, we, we appreciate that. But also, we, we are hoping that uh, with the budget that we are giving to them, they are going to be able to address the issues of the school infrastructure, as I mentioned earlier on. Uh, there have been a lot of protests, complaints mm. about uh, the conditions of our schools in the province. And we are saying um, this department uh, must look into addressing those issues, but also to support the process of qualitative teaching and learning and make sure that the teacher support materials are there, are available, which will allow the process of teaching and learning to go um, smoothly. But also the issue of your school furniture and relevant equipment is part of those issues that we hope the budget uh, we have, that we have given to the department will be able to address. And also, as I mentioned earlier on, uh, this money that we have seen, part of that money is the Presidential Youth Employment Initiative. Mm-hmm. So there's money there which is given to the department yeah. to create jobs. 
to create jobs uh, outside the normal jobs that they have. They have been given money to make sure that, uh, for instance, with COVID, they are able to employ young people who will come there and make sure that the compliance in terms of COVID, the continuous sanitization, the availability of PPEs and other things. So they should be able to create jobs. Mm. Uh, with that money. So it is really first for that. So yeah. th- those are amongst others, the things that we think uh, the department will be able to, to address with these budgets allocated to them. Yeah. yeah. Now, MEC, I'd be rem- remiss um, for actually not asking this particular question, <laughs> um, but I feel that I have to. Agriculture forms a very important sector within the province, and so not only within the province, but nationally as well. We saw with the GDP figures that came out today. You mentioned something here on your budget speech, the Cannabis Project. Everybody's excited. (laughs) The Cannabis Project. uh, ABC, I have to ask about the Cannabis Project. I see 30 million has been uh, allocated to the Cannabis Project for the the commencement of that particular project. Please, uh, ABC, can you tell us more about this particular project? We want to get involved. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Interesting times, indeed. Interesting times. Look, um, um, the cannabis has, has, has came up very strongly as a major player in our economy. Mm. And uh, many people, of course, uh, are excited and are looking into getting into that space. Um, and we've said this government, we should be able to lead the pack mm. and not drag mm. our feet uh, in terms of assisting our people, those who are in the space of agriculture, who want to start their own businesses. Uh, so we want to come closer and support them. Um, so there's now we needed to put resources aside uh, so that at least as and when we, we, we come to the space, as and when our people come to us and say we, they want to get into the space. I know there were issues, whole issues about the licensing, about the, all those matters. So mm. uh, those who've got the land available, those who've got the proper licensing, even if you don't have the proper licensing, come to us. We are going to help you, assist you to get those licensing and be able to utilize your land to plow. And, of course, it, it is for medic, uh, medicinal purposes. Uh, we must not miss that point. Oh, yes. Uh, so we are really hoping that our people are going to take advantage of this uh, opportunity. MEC, thank you so much for joining us um, this evening on this very important day, especially in the Bumalanga economic calendar. Please um, enjoy the rest of your evening, sir. Thank you. Thank you very much. And thank you to your listeners as well. And that was the MEC of Finance, Economic Development and Tourism, Vosim Kacho, on his provincial budget speech, which he delivered earlier today. Nyabonawandile, excited. So, funakala. <laughs> no medicinal purposes in Java Sheet. Yeah, 100%. It's interesting, you know, we, we laugh about this, but, you know, South Africa's got some of the best um, sort of climates to be able to do this. And we've seen um, how it's contributing to many young people's successes, especially in the United States currently, and obviously in Canada as well. So it's a massive growth market. And I think it's something that many young people, if they want to get involved, um, they should be able to research there. And I think it's about time that we actually... Um, started exploiting um, something that could be beneficial to this uh, country's economy.